Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the DNF1 F1 podcast. I hope that you're all doing well and thank you as always for being here. It's great to have you along for a bit of F1 chat and discussion. And this is kind of a, not an emergency podcast, but one that's kind of been whipped up for you very, very quickly. And the reason for that, as you may have gathered from the title of this show and this episode, is the huge breaking news. Gunther Steiner, the man, the myth, the legend, if you've watched Drive to Survive, has left Huss with immediate effect. Huge surprise. I don't think any of us really saw this coming, but it has happened after a decade with the team, basically being the heart and soul of the team in a lot of people's eyes. He has now left Huss, and we're going to be discussing what that means for them, how this has come about, and just to get some reaction to this huge breaking news. And joining me on this episode of the DNF1 F1 podcast, we've got one of the panel members joining me for the first time this season. We've got Lee Wallington. Lee, first of all, happy new year to you. Hope everything is okay with you. I mean, what a time to come back at the last minute to uh, react to this huge breaking news. It came out of nowhere, hasn't it? Yeah, um, Firstly, uh, thank you, Adam, and happy new year to yourself and everyone listening. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, you would say season's already started, but it already seems to resolve. These replacements come in left field. Uh, just, uh, just a shock. I mean, Netflix must be um, really worried about their viewing figures for next year's Drive to Survive. I mean, he was the star of that show, and I, I really hope he can. He stays in the sport personally. He's such a character. Um, so it's really interesting to see what he ends up on doing next. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, fortunately for Netflix, they've obviously got the footage they, that they would have needed for 2024's series uh, on the 2023 season, of course, which I think is coming out next month, but uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that one. But yes, absolutely right. The uh, the meme footage, um, the, the chapters following Gunther Steiner around, as we often see in Drive to Survive, that's obviously, for the time being, going to be no more, or at least as far as Haas are concerned. But, 
Yeah, huge breaking news. Of course, as you rightly pointed out, he has been replaced immediately by Ayo Komatsu, who was the former director of engineering at the team. So it's an internal promotion. Um, and obviously looking at Ayo, he's had over 20 years of experience in F1, working with BAR team in particular when he started out. And his route to Haas came through Roman Grosjean because he was a former engineer of his at the uh, Renault slash Lotus team when Grosjean was with them. So this is a huge loss. And just to kind of get an understanding here, Lee, as to what Haas are basically losing, I don't think it's probably exaggerating for me to say that Gunther Steiner literally was the face of Haas. I mean, if it wasn't called Haas, you probably think of it as Gunther Steiner's team. Yeah, I mean, it, it may have Gene Haas's name to it and obviously his funding, but it was just Gunther Steiner F1. Um, that was effectively, it, it was his little mini empire. Um, obviously, he's been in Formula 1 for a long time. So he comes with a lot of experience. And I think he was the third longest um, team principal in the sport after Christian Horner and Toto Wolff. So that just shows you that in one team in the in the current team principal role. So that just shows you the kind of longevity. Like you said, 10 years. I hadn't even realised he <laughs> hasn't been in the sport for 10 years. Um, well, I mean, they haven't, have they? I mean, but he's been a part of that outfit for 10 yeah. years because they obviously tried to get on the grid for 2015. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but as an organisation, I hadn't realised they'd been around for existence for 10 years because, um, yeah, they failed in their first attempt. But I just it's just a, a complete loss of Formula One, um, to be perfectly honest. Of, exactly. And look, we already heard the news about Simone Resta, the former technical director, leaving the team, um, you know, as early as or late last night uh, at the point of recording this. And it's now been coupled by an additional exit from Gunther Steiner. I, I certainly don't think that it's a coincidence. I certainly feel that those two walkouts, if you like, are connected in one way or another. And the rationale for both of those seems to be quite similar over disagreements with the team owner, Genus, on the direction or the lack of ambition that's apparently been reported from Steiner and Rester's perspective in the team. And of course, Gene Haas is arguing the opposite, that actually there's plenty of resource going into this team and they're not actually making the most or maximising the output for what is actually going in. And I think that's quite an important place to start, Lee. Before we get into how big an impact this actually is, this loss of not only Gunther Steiner, but Simone Resta to the team, um, Gene Haas is arguing the perspective here that that Haas weren't doing enough with what he was investing into this team in terms of resource, in terms of the infrastructure that they had. They were 10th in the Constructors' Championship last season. I think only once in the entire team's history in F1, since they joined in 2016, they've actually finished outside the top eight one only once they've been eight four lower in almost every season bar one and last season they were 10 fastest and and this is a team that also boasts the smallest or most basic facilities from what we've heard so i mean what do you make of that is gene Haas right or are steiner and rester right are they not investing enough in this personally the we know as a sport Formula One is expensive. Even with the budget cap, it's still an expensive sport to participate. But the, I think the the fundamental is, is it a Formula One racing team or is it a Formula One advertising project? Because obviously Gene entered to just get some awareness and advertise his um, industry. Oh, I can't remember the name of his company, but 
they obviously deal with um, motor parts and things like that. Um, the gene industries or something along those lines. But that that was the purpose of it coming in, and he hired um, Gunter to to lead that. But Gunter's a racer. The the members of the Formula One team are racers. They want to go racing. They don't want to finish tenth. They they want to improve. They want to race. So, any of you speak to Nico Hulkenberg or Kevin Magnussen, they don't want to finish the back of the grid. They want to race. No one wants to just be there to make up the numbers. And I think that's the heart and soul fight of it. Um, and for me, Gene's a businessman. He's not a Formula One. Um, he doesn't have the experience of Formula One. He doesn't know the, the ins and outs of the sport. All right, yes, he's learned some because obviously he, he owns a Formula One team. He probably knows more about running a Formula One team than I do because he, I don't own a Formula One team uh, as much as that could be fun. But yeah, that's a long way off money-wise. Uh, um, but I, I, I do think there needs to be more money. You, you look at other teams that have failed in the past. It's not because, oh, you're not being efficient enough. It's just that I haven't had the, 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 the finances. And you just have to look at the classic example of Racing Point or Force India. They were probably the most efficient uh, team in regarding their spending resources. But they were still seventh, eighth for a long time before they started to have some serious investment. And Gene Hess maybe going, oh, we've, you've got enough money um, to compete. But even if they, he's right and they have enough money, eighth is probably better, the best they could actually achieve. That's not serious, going to be serious racing. They need, they want to be in the midfield, not at the back of the midfield or the back of the field. And I think it's just a lack of financial. And we know even using McLaren as an example, they invested heavily in their wind tunnel to get a new wind tunnel because they don't want to use the Toyota wind tunnel in Cologne and using a separate facility and how impact that can have on the car. But um, Haas used three different facilities, one in the US, one in the UK, one in Italy next to obviously Ferrari. Um, So they're all spread out. There's no central. I I don't think the car model is working as much as Gene would like to believe it is. No, I don't think so either. And... F1 is a meritocracy. You know, it's 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 brutal competition. And if you're standing still, you're only going to end up going backwards. We've heard that cliche so often in Formula One. And in order to go forward, you do need to invest. Now, when Huss came into F1 back in the mid-2010s, in 2016, F1 was very much a sport where if you had the most money, you were going to be successful and you were also going to generate the most revenue, uh, assuming that you spent that money wisely. Now, because of, you know, Gunther Stein in particular, and this is where it gets a little bit ironic, um, Gunther Stein was one of those team principals that lobbied for what we have now being the cost cap and this franchising model that F1 is currently enjoying with the teams. So not only is F1 now more affordable than it's ever been, despite the consistent um you know difficulties and obstacles that even teams like us are still facing at the moment but costs are down in theory because of the cost cap and revenue is up you know so there's more incentive now to invest in the sport invest in your team to try and go further forward and generate more revenue than there ever has been now is gene huss a competitor as far as f1 is concerned i don't know I mean, he owns the team. He has put a lot of money into it in the past, 
but you do need that continuous investment. We know Gunther is a competitor. I mean, look, we don't need to mince words. Everybody that works in Formula One, not owns a team, but works in Formula One, are doing it for the same reason. They want to be the best. They want to do the best job that they can. And that's why the sport is so great. For me, I question when I hear from, you know, the, the press release from Haas themselves, which obviously has come down from Gene Haas's perspective, that they're underachieving or they need to do more or maximise efficiencies. And it's easy to say that when you've come last. But if you have the worst facilities or the most basic facilities of any team on the grid, you invest the least amount of money into the team of any team on the grid, chances are you're probably going to finish last. And that's where you should be. You know, F1 is about the sum of its parts. Every outfit acts that way. So I personally don't get it from Gene Huss's perspective. I understand the investment perspective, but if, he, if he'd have made this argument in 2016, I'd say, okay, fair enough. But because of the cost cap, because of the F1 franchising model, which now means that revenue is going up and up and up, which means there's more money. Uh, we hear about CapEx and stuff to invest in facilities and infrastructure, improve the team and Huss aren't doing that. I don't know what more he can expect from them, quite frankly. And let's be real, you know, we love Kevin Magnussen. We love Nico Hulkenberg, not to pick them out, but considering that they are their current drivers, they're very good drivers. Are they good enough to drag that Haas into a position where it shouldn't be, based on what we saw last season? I don't even think you you could put Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen in that car, and it gets too much more than what Hulkenberg and Magnussen were able to do. It's just that bad of a car. So... Yeah, I, I personally don't get it. Um, I understand Gufferstein's perspective. I, I guess we're going to find out, Lee, who is right and who is wrong in all this one. Are Huss underachieving? Are they underperforming? Or do they need investment? One way or another, we're going to find out next season. Um, I suppose the fact that Simone Resta has left and the words he used was lack of motivation and disagreement on plans. That's not exactly a good sign when that's coming from your technical director. And then the team principal leaves literally hours after you. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if we were going to see more uh, her profile members of staff leaving Haas. Um, they may, that may be it, but as the new organisational structure comes in, because obviously um, now it's all about efficiencies and could be cost-cutting and maximising, and it, we all know that means cutting staff because we need to maximise spending on this and you spend on that um, and the lack of ambition is um, you put other members of the team will probably have the same opinion and you go oh I'm here I'm not feeling very good I'm not enjoying this role well, I don't know what senior management's doing but hang on no, um, just gonna I was gonna say Salvo it's not Salvo anymore kick kick uh, F1 or, or steak isn't it steak no. or whatever name they go on go by depending which country they're going to be racing in the oh i go and work there i'm going to get have more fun um, as much as courtney would say it's a bit of a standing still team and he's not a fan of it himself but they'll have more fun there racing than they will in Haas. so you'll see high profile or not just high profile but experienced staff will leave and then that will only have one effect that you get rookie engineer so to speak not that that's that's probably not a thing that you hear much but inexperienced engineers come in and then mistakes happen and that's a downhill trend it'll just get worse and worse and worse um i i just think it's it's silly 
I mean, it's better to be standing still than moving backwards. And at this point in time, I mean, there's not much further backwards that Haas can go in terms of the constructor's position. But there is a real danger here that if other teams, you know, we talked about CapEx, we often associate Williams and James Vowles with that. He's the one that's been using that phrase a lot, but they've been improving their infrastructure and you can see there is progress going on in that team. Um, you know, Stake F1, Sauber, you know, for better purposes. Um, even though they have been falling back a bit, there is a plan, an investment going on in the background, mostly from Audi's uh, to be a works team. That team is going to make headway going forward. Aston Martin have done that and obviously they've made a surge up the field. Uh, McLaren are doing that as well. Every single team, even the biggest teams, you know, we talk, you know, even Ferrari, for example, you know, Ferrari have not long had a new simulator put in and, and Mercedes obviously had stuff done with their wind tunnel and et cetera, et cetera. All these teams, no matter how, where they are in the championship, are continuing to invest and find ways to improve uh, their infrastructure and resources to be in order to perform better on the track. Haas are the only team right now that don't seem to be interested in doing that. For me, because of that, Lee, there is a real concern now that Haas are going to fall further and further and further behind to the point where you start to question if they become a bit of a burden on Formula One in that regard. Like, it's it's a competition, um, but all these teams are getting closer and closer, but it could be a concern if Haas end up being that team that are well out on their own. Kind of like how it used to be in the old days where teams would try to get through pre-qualifying but they were like 10 seconds slower than everybody else i mean okay i know Haas aren't going to be that slow but even if they're a second a lap slower or two seconds a lap slower that starts to look very very embarrassing for them and then you've got their investors you know companies like moneygram for example their title partners ironically brands that gunther steiner brought to the team through his commercial now and his uh, you know technical knowledge in the sport they're going to start questioning their investments, aren't they? They're going to start wondering, well, why should I invest in a team where they won't get much TV time because they're two seconds a lap slower than everybody else? At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, um, and there's a, another thing. Obviously, it's unresolved at the moment. We don't know what's happening, but Andretti is still hovering off to the side. And if he ever gets given the green light, they could find themselves outside the top 10 and in any pay, championship paying position based on the current... Um, agreements so it, it it doesn't make sense at all and as, as you said the um the, the ferrari and the mercedes have in, developed and invested in even the mess of alpine they've still got a plan and going forward and alpine's been a bit of a management um merry-go-round 
but they still have a plan and to, to get there and it just yeah it's just a shock and you can tell if I'm <laughs> a lot of words on um how to just express the where Haas goes and with Formula One obviously they can't force Gene to sell but when it comes to the next range of um agreement um which are, I believe it actually coincides with the, the 26 regulations that the next yeah. uh yeah. So they could find themselves on the back foot when it comes to negotiating with Formula One regarding how much revenue to take if they they can't compete, and especially if the FIA bring back the 107% rule for qualifying and they don't even qualify for the race, there'd be a laughing stock. It's um, especially if they, they go backwards. I mean, seeing as you mentioned them, if for whatever reason Andretti don't get that elusive 11th spot, on the F1 grid. For what it's worth, I think there's a good chance that it could happen for all the right reasons, and I certainly hope that he does. Um, but if they don't, should Gene Huss consider selling them to Andretti? Because the value of the team is obviously going to go higher and higher. I mean, if anything, this actually might raise the value of the team, maybe not initially, but because of the potential interest there, that there might be multiple bidders. And from what we heard, there were plenty of people trying to buy that team for a while now, and they've always been rebuffed because Gene Huss claims he's not interested in selling. Uh, maybe that's a tactic to try and drive the price up, I don't know. But if Andre T don't end up on the grid, because of the value of F1 increasing and the other teams that have benefited from this, from this franchise model, surely... This is a great opportunity for Andretti to try and say, look, you guys don't want to make progress. You don't want to come forward. You're meant to be F1's American team, even though they're more a European outfit than an American one. Sell the team to us and we'll give you a hefty price for it. No, it's not even sell the team. It could be the Andretti buy a stake in the team um, take over the day running and it just affect... Um, or I think Gene, what Gene really wants to be is he wants to be a title sponsor. He wants the advertising. He doesn't care about where the team finishes. Um, that's my feeling since Haas joined Formula 1. Um, I think it, the, what's happened today and yesterday, I think it just really just exhibits that it's just advertising. It's not for racing. And if, as you said, if Andretti doesn't happen to get in, I think it would make sense to, either, as you said, so completely um, get set up, so, so, Set off a stake of the team, or and let another individual run the team in his behalf that wants to go racing and obviously invests as well, not just Gene. Then, yeah, it's. I, I think Formula One as an and Liberty as a whole will be concerned about what's happening at the moment regarding Haas. Oh, absolutely, because this is going to potentially damage the value of the F one brand. Uh, look, if Bernie Eccleston was still running Formula 1, he would have got Gene Haas to the table and sorted this all out. Whether that means he'd get, get, convince him to sell the team to Andretti or any other entity that wanted to buy into an F1 team, whatever form that will take. But um, I, I think you're right. You know, We've always known that through, you know, many people have said this to us, people we've had on this show and you know, people in the know and others as well, that Gene Haas he's happy to just survive and stay in Formula One. And as I said, ironically, owing to the brilliance of Gunther Steiner attracting many sponsors, albeit one or two in particular have been controversial and we're not going to go into why that was. I think you guys listening to this will know what we're talking about and who we're talking about here. But 
He's been able to bring in a lot of revenue into this team and keep it going when it was on the bare bones or on the, the fringes of falling out of the sport. He kept that going. And Gene Huss ultimately has wanted to stay in Formula One. He's wanted to survive in Formula One. And he's been able to do that. That no, That is no longer good enough to in Formula One. You have to be competitive. So I, I personally don't know. I don't get it um, from... Gene Huss's perspective but again as I've already said we will learn very very quickly if he was right and that Huss were underachieving and for what it's worth I don't think that is the case or if they actually need more investment if it's the latter where do they go from there because that's going to be the big question going forward um, a quick one on Ayo Kamatsu now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk this appointment down because very experienced person working in the sport and it's an internal promotion of course he worked very closely with Gunther Steiner um you know so I don't think Haas are going to be sinking immediately you know they've lost a huge character and a big leader of the team but they do have someone quite capable stepping up into that management role albeit this will be the first time he's in that position but the fact that he has replaced Gunther Steiner and that Gene Haas is happy to have him succeed him suggests to me that Perhaps Ayo himself has been approached by Gene for his thoughts on what's going on at Haas, and he's probably told Gene Haas what he wanted to hear. Yeah, um, I mean, firstly, not going to criticise Ayo, but the if you if your boss approaches you with an offer of what do you think, and we know there's a vacancy above you. You're gonna want that promotion. You're gonna want the extra money. You want that experience. You want that challenge. So you will do whatever you can to get that opportunity. So that perfectly makes sense that he's risen for it. And obviously, as you said, we'll find out if Gene is right or wrong. And if Gene is right, then obviously, well done um, for the new team principal to proving that Gunter was not doing his job properly and and. Um, Actually, he's a very experienced uh, new team principal that could actually fix all the issues. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, look, it's it's easy for us to sit here and say that Ayo may have just towed the company line here for the boss in light of what's been going on and took this as an opportunity to get that promotion. Maybe he fancies himself in, in that managerial position. Absolutely, why not? Sometimes you just got to put yourself in the right place when the opportunity comes knocking. So you certainly can't be smudging for that. We're going to find out ultimately if he's if he genuinely believes that Hask can do more than what they currently are doing with what they currently have at the moment, or if he just said that because that's what Gene Hass wanted to hear and he will hope that he can turn things around. As I said, we don't know at this point, and Ayo certainly knows a lot more about Formula One than myself and Lee combined, let alone um, a lot of people that have probably had a lot to say on this piece already. But um, I certainly wish him the best of luck because this is certainly not an easy position to be him. But maybe this is just about taking the opportunity. And, and if he can turn things around and make Haas a much more competitive outfit, then it's only going to be good news for him. And it's only going to be good news for the team. So for their sake, hopefully it does work out. But uh, based on what we've seen, I just don't believe that Haas are capable of doing more than what they have. I feel like serious investment and additional resources very much needed in that team just to stay competitive because I can't see anything other than that team falling further behind at the moment. Yeah, um, whereas, as I said, it's not, it's not even just serious investment. I think it's how that they operate in their racing uh, needs to be reviewed. Um, 
the yes, they obviously Gene wants to be the American team. But as you already said, most of their operation comes from Europe. They, yes, they have their facilities in America, but they, they hardly use them. They will it's either done in between the UK base and the Italy base. Um and it just there just there's no simple coordination and if, obviously if AO can re- fix that, great. But I I think the the problem is bigger than I think it's just the way to go racing. This whole buying as many components off of Ferrari as possible, which obviously upset a few teams a few years ago, and obviously still some other teams still raise eyebrows at it. Um, I don't think it's a with the lack of investment. I don't think it's a, a function model as much as the other teams were concerned a few years ago. Of course, and I suppose the good news for Haas in this regard, not that there is many good news at the moment, is that IO was apparently involved at the European facilities much more than Gunther was. Gunther was mostly based in America some of the time. So, you know, that that may prove to be rather uh, prosperous for the Haas team going forward. It may be beneficial to have uh, their team principal right there in the thick of it. So we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. But uh, it's a very, very strange day. Huge, shocking news. And... uh, I think that's all that's left to say on this one, Lee, is I wish Haas the very best of luck with where they go from here. But uh, a team that really needed to pull itself from the bottom of the table and were having a lot of difficulties doing so, this is the last thing that they would have wanted. And given in how the press announcement has been following this breaking news, it suggests that there was a lot of friction there. Um, and this was certainly brewing for some time, but absolutely huge bombshell news there. Gunther Steiner and Simone Resta leaving the Haas team and um, yeah, drives to survive. I think the best way to finish this off, it's certainly not going to be the same. Maybe we'll have to get a separate series with Gunther on his own, on his ventures, wherever he goes to next, Lee. Or maybe, maybe we could get Gunther Steiner doing some commentary over Drive to Survive as well. I think the fans need that fix from Gunther and um Actually, before before we do finish off, I do want to say one more thing on Gunther Steiner because I f- personally feel that even though he accidentally became a rock star, if you like, in F1 through Drive to Survive, you know, he never sought the fame. He never looked out to try and be the big personality that he is. Um, but I often feel that because of that, Lee, a lot of people under underestimate him as a team principal and as a figurehead in F1. I think people focus more on the meme or the character rather than the brilliance of the man himself and what he's been able to do at a team like Haas and and what he's been able to do with limited resources. And I feel like hopefully through this, people will pay more respect and more homage and tribute to the man and and actually remember what he's actually achieved rather than just laugh when he says, oh, don't fox smash my door or something stupid like that because he was so much more than that. Yeah, I, I do happen to agree with you that I think he's very much viewed for his personality than his experience, um, which is when I said that I think it's a great loss of one. I don't mean it just from his personality and the obviously the, the viewership or the, the followers or whatever you want to call it under the sun regarding what he brings to the sport, but from his technical expertise and his experience in the Formula One over many, many years, it it would be... A, He's so much more than just that meme, um, and I, re- as I said, I really hope he can. He still remains in the sport in some capacity. Um, obviously, I'm not sure where he would end up because all the other team principal slots are currently taken. 
But um, yeah, it'd be just really hope he can stay in the sport. But it probably isn't likely in, or at least in the team principal role anyway. Yeah, I'm sure he'll probably be away for a little while. I, I doubt it's the last that we've seen of Gunfersteiner. And I suppose this will be rather interesting to see what happens to him if he comes back to F1 with another team. Because again, because of all of this stuff and everything going on at Haas, it was always hard to gauge where he compared to the other team principals on the grid. If we were to do a ranking of the, the top 10 team principals, it's kind of hard to gauge where Gunfersteiner would be. I mean for all intents and purposes, probably behind Christian Horner and Total Wolf. But after that, if you're going to place him somewhere, it's quite hard to gauge where that is. So hopefully, if he does end up in another role, wherever that may be, we might be able to get a better understanding. But uh, he was certainly much more impressive than the character that he ended up becoming on Drive to Survive. Um, you know, so we'll have to wait and see. But it is a very sad loss for F1. And um, I certainly hope that Gunther is back in whatever capacity that is. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully we won't have to wait too long for that. But uh, yeah, huge news from us coming out today about Gunther Steiner and Simone Resta. So uh, I think we better leave it at that, Lee, because we're dragging this on a little bit more perhaps yeah. than we would have wanted to. But uh, yeah, that's all we've got time for for this one, guys. Huge reaction to the big breaking news. Let us know your thoughts if you're listening to this. And um, of course, we'll be back soon. Um, I was in the midst of editing, actually, the episode for Friday that was going to go out then um, because of this emergency podcast that we've done I'm going to push that back to Monday but it's a really good one uh, in that one I was reacting to some uh, key statements and some hot takes with Aldas the uh, content creator on YouTube so it's a really good episode I recorded with him great discussion there so definitely check that out that's going out on Monday now and that's not only going to be on the audio platforms it's also going to be our first proper youtube podcast for 2024 i know we've been slacking on the youtube channel a bit but we're going to start making more podcasts on there very soon that is going to be the first one so definitely check that one out but until then guys we'll be back soon so take care stay safe as always and we'll be it we'll see you in the next episode of the dnf1 f1 podcast and remember as always if you're not first you're probably dnf1 take care Podcast Network.